A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rule Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversations. Welcome to this um, live podcast, live from Purdue University in our event design lab during our EDC Level 3 program. My name is Rudolf Frissen, and in my little improvised studio, I have Carrie Hoppenjans and Sarah Ponsler from a company called Wabash. Um, ladies, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, we are using, uh, the, the, the ladies are using one microphone together, so that's a, it's a very f- funny image. And I, I told them like to talk into the microphone very, very good. So I think uh, that is what's, uh, what's happening. So that's, uh, that might be the, the giggle you're hearing. So it's uh, very funny to see that happening. Um, you are part of our EDC Level 3 program in the Event Design Lab. Uh, first of all, what is your first impression about the program and what did you learn? Can you... Um, can you um, Elaborate on that? Absolutely. So coming into the program, um, you definitely prefaced it with 80% mystery, 20%, you kind of know what you're doing. I would say that is 100% true. Um, so I'm here um, with my like learning and development hat on from a Wabash perspective. And so going at events with a strategic mindset and a process Super helpful, super beneficial, and definitely looking forward to kind of seeing the rest of the process play out. Mm-hmm. And your role in the in the program is? Oh, your role in, in, within Wabash is? Sure, sure. So I am the Director of Talent and Organizational Effectiveness. So when you think of that, there are kind of four pillars. There's change management. This definitely plays into it, right? From changing behavior, how you go about that. So we already have a process at Wabash. So I'm already thinking, how can we also include this just when it comes from event perspective and changing behavior with our employees? Uh, There's also performance management that falls under my hat. Learning and development is another one, and then talent management as well. Um, So lots of different ways that I think we can take what we've learned from this um, cohort and really put it into application. Okay. Carrie? Yeah, so I'm um, in a different team than Sarah. I'm in the marketing team, and I um, head up our event team and so with that we cover our corporate events our high-level business events we're always looking at ways that we can bring our ecosystem together and so this these exercises and what we've been learning I'm just having all of these aha moments because I'm seeing how we can bring in others from our organization and like really have an impact and make change in how we're designing things and how we're looking at our events I was even thinking from our strategy office like so many great tie-ins um, it, you know, sitting at different sides of the table. And what are there, um, if you if you bring that home to your teams, what are the, one of the examples you will bring back and say, this is what I this is what I got out of, out of that, or this, these are examples uh, to describe um, this experience. 
So I think really that initial empathy mapping and looking at those stakeholders, um, we do that certainly from my perspective of, you know, you're looking at an event and you think, okay, it's a sales event, sales team members are going. But when I start to think about it in, in the um, canvas and the, and the methodology and I'm already thinking about okay no it's not just them we have our senior leaders that are stakeholders we have our our product teams and the presenters that are stakeholders we have Sarah's organization that are stakeholders in that I mean it really it will open our minds to look at those totally different I also want to jump in just from a standpoint of the people that you have in the room to help kind of get that alignment. It's sometimes we're so like-minded. It's a very small group of us that are looking at events or looking at the, the things that we want to do. And I think to just get a wide perspective, that will do like so much for us in the long run to, you know, maybe somebody that's not necessarily tied to the event, but they can be the one to ask questions to why are you doing it that way? And so beneficial. You shared in your um, uh, intro um, uh, in the program, not in this, not in this podcast, something about your company, Wabash. Um, can you a little bit Tell me a little bit more about that um, exactly. Uh, what, what is the company about? But also what you said in your introduction that you have seen some, yeah, some expansion going on, some mergers, some acquisitions. I don't know what it exactly was, but uh, and that brings brings some challenges with it. Um, Right. So I will, um, I'll dive in though. So we design and manufacture commercial transportation equipment. So what that means for the everyday listener, those are the large pieces of equipment you see moving across the highways in, in, in North America. Um, and so you're, we are literally changing how the world reaches you. And over time, we have acquired companies. So we've acquired tank brands and flatbed platform brands, truck bodies, etc. And so with that, we have obviously you know, events that were happening so scattered out across a campus. And now that we can centralize and bring things in, that this could have a big impact there too for us. Um, so that's exciting. And um, the, the company originated here in, the, in this, um, this neighborhood, right? It did. So it was founded here in Lafayette, Indiana in 1985. So we are rapidly approaching our 40th anniversary. Um, and so, you know, to have this lab in our backyard and to have Purdue. Purdue is a huge partner for Wabash. We partner with them at so many different levels from research and development, um, the sales, you know, selling school, every, I feel like every department touches Purdue in some way, shape or form. And so to have this in our backyard is, uh, Nick is gonna be, we're, we're gonna be calling Nick. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. And Nick is, the, Nick, is um, Nick Bonora from Purdue University who is actually, um, yeah, hosting us here in his um, event design lab where uh, that room is outfitted with all the stuff you need to uh, apply uh, event design using the event canvas methodology. Um, so um, about the program, we, um, we actually had, this, this is a three-day program. There's a six-month um, coaching period after where you can then submit your project. You can uh, actually um, apply this, pro uh, this methodology in your own teams. Um, do you already have in mind something you would like to work on? Is that something? Um... 
Yeah, so actually, Carrie and I, again, um, I lean on her a lot from an event planning perspective, but I have one personal one that um, kind of falls under my learning and development umbrella, and that is, we're going to be calling it Elevate Symposium. Super excited about it because we are actually going to be bring people leaders together all in one space for two days and talk about expectations. What's expected of a people leader? What kind of training and development? But now with this lens, the stakeholders and making sure that we're hitting all parties because we have our senior leaders that are going to be involved. We have, you know, like their direct reports also helping present the material. Um, and so just everything that goes with that, I'm so excited that we can walk through that process together and understand exactly what we need to do, where we need to do it, um, how to do it. Not only once, but we're going to do it three different times. So we have kind of like three different levels of leaders. So, you know, we can kind of, if our design isn't quite right, we have a design flaw, we'll be able to adjust for the next one. So that's one of them. I'll let Carrie explain the next one. So my project is going to be a sales meeting that we call Fuse. Um, one time a year, we bring our entire sales organization together. So it's roughly 80 people plus um, senior leaders and um, content creators across the organization. So sometimes you've got to hear from finance, sometimes you've got to hear from product management, et cetera. And so bringing them all together and historically, you know, the goals have been loose and it's kind of been about connectivity with the sales team. They're a new sales team because we talked about how we've um, acquired companies. And so I think this will really allow us to look at all of those stakeholders and completely change how we approach um, Fuse for 2024. That's nice. So <clears throat> looking at um, um, one of the hardest questions. Um, oh dear. Right, the hardest questions <laughs> in, the, in our program, right, to bring this methodology home is what we said, claiming time. Mm -hmm. Have you any thoughts about that already? How you uh, gonna win the hearts of your leadership to bring this methodology and to um, apply it? So I think for me, just having this lab in our backyard is going to be one way that I really bring that home because I'm already thinking about who are going to be the people that I invite to come to this lab and work through this and mm -hmm. use the space. And I think seeing it experiencing it, going through all the exercises, empathy mapping, all the things, they will feel it. And I think there's there's going to be a, uh, an effect through our organization. I, I feel like in the next six to 12 months where other people are going to, what are they talking about? What are they doing? How can we be part of that? And I think it's only going to grow from here. I have, I have two other people on my team and I cannot wait for them to get in here. And I think we're going to have that effect. And I'm not sure if you've heard of Insights Discovery. Um, it is a program that is all about self-awareness and is something that our company has really truly gravitated towards. So there are really four colors, okay? And yeah, yeah. And um, when we take a look at Wabash as a whole, we are very process oriented. So that's why I think we are going to be able to really get the buy-in from our leaders to give us time because there's a process and they can see it from beginning to end. And if we are saying, hey, we need you to commit three hours four hours of your time but they can see the the output I think that's going to be key as well 
I was thinking, Sarah, too, as you were saying that, that we are, we are, um, we are process-driven. We're also lean-minded. And this is really, you know, you put the time up front, and then your planning and your efforts afterwards can take a much more lean approach. You aren't going all over the place, running and scrambling and coming up with ideas. You have your plan. You walk away with a great plan that you can execute on. That's, that's um, well put. <clears throat> I think that is what we see in different organizations that um, in every organization there's lots of processes. If you want to have your invoice, um, um, right? So someone sometimes we need to send some invoices to clients. And that's sometimes in every um, organization that is a procedure, right? So you have to do that in a certain process. and then it, For events... Most of the people, most of the organizations don't have processes, right? And I think that is what uh, can help help you, but also help uh, your fellow classmates to position it in a in a, a company. And just to make sure that we use the, the, the right words, it's not to um, sell processes, it's to sell outcomes, of course, as you as you just uh, mentioned. But sometimes you need to process to make it to make sure that the others know what kind of outcome they're gonna gonna expect and why and how do you how you build that outcome and how you created that result absolutely um uh last question before we um close this um uh beautiful episode of this podcast uh, i'm very happy to that you're um taking the time in in your lunch break right to uh to do that can you um um maybe highlight each of you um, elements in this uh, in this class which were which were like okay this is this was this is how, how I changed my mind or this is how I changed my uh, the way I look at stuff or to look at an, an event different elements of it or um, was there anything of your liking so I really think the um, first of all the empathy mapping taking like one minute to literally close your eyes and put yourself in that stakeholder's shoes and then you know, jumping right into the empathy mapping. But when we took that information and we went to the canvas and we had the ent- entering behavior and, you know, the exiting behavior, those, that was really moments for me where connecting those dots and making sure um, that, that you can piece those two together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big miss sometimes where we've got a great entering behavior and we know the outcome is going to be connectedness. But, you know, making that behavior change in yep. the middle with an action is hands down game changer. I agree that Delta, when we talked Mm -hmm. about those behaviors and how that really can come to life, um, I also appreciate the overarching aim. And I say that because it gives clarity and you can always kind of come back to center. And I think that is so important because it's easy to kind of go down different rabbit holes and different spots and areas. But if you kind of keep that at the center of the mind when we're talking about the stakeholders, I think having that in front of us at all times, it brings so much clarity to the work that we're doing. We could we could just keep going on and on. We clearly have a lot of aha moments. <laughs> yeah, but and, and <clears throat> that is aha moments about methodology, but also about like techniques we use as formats in the class. How we how we try to um, get the knowledge from from us to you, like the knowledge transfer, or the, the different times of um, people learning skills, learning knowledge, learning and um, attitude learning. Do you have an example where you say like, oh, this is what we did, right? So not it's not about the methodology as such, but this this exercise we did made it made an impact. 
So I often am the one that comes up with icebreakers for Wabash for different areas of the business and the visualization. So when we took a post-it note and we did, you know, like, and I think it was really loose. I don't ex- know exactly the words on how, how it was described, but pretty much like, tell us about you. Yeah, draw and yourself in your own context. That was yes, it. yes. And so, and how that can play and just levels the playing field and it brings this um, sense of connectedness to others. So there's a lot of those types of learnings as well that I can definitely take back. Yeah, I think I was surprised. Um, I kept thinking, where, when do I get out my notebook? When do I take notes? And I barely took any notes because we were experiencing it. We were down on the ground, we were drawing, we were writing and putting it on post-it notes, we were stepping back. It's like in my mind, like just that exercise in the real time, but I feel like I'm remembering it way better than if I had taken a notebook full of notes and gone home and that would sit on my desk, so. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for those insights. Thank you for your time, ladies, and um, wish you um, a good last part of the of the program, but also a prosperous uh, six months to uh, apply this with your with your teams and we are very much looking forward to those coaching calls where we get updates on how where you are thank you very much thank you thank you thanks so much this has been another episode of the design to change designer conversation series explore these conversations and additional content at design to change.online Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage. 